0: The Ruando Podcast is an exploration of the unconscious and the game of life. Be sure to visit Ruando.com to get a preview chapter of my upcoming book, Infinite Play, and free access to my content library. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? In this episode, I want to speak about how to deal with women's anger. Anger certainly is an emotion that's very often misunderstood and the cause of a lot of strife and it's a major point of contention. In fact, it's the emotion of contention, but it can cause a lot of issues in Intimate relationships. And um, while anger can be expressed in both directions and can cause problems in both directions, in this video we're gonna focus on how to deal with a woman's anger when you're in a relationship with a woman. I'm gonna make another episode on male anger and how to express anger in a relationship as a man uh, in a way that's not damaging, but we're gonna save that for another episode. So female expression of anger very often causes a lot of strife in men because women express their emotions differently than men. Of course. So how to deal with women's anger comes up a lot when I'm coaching men on relationships, relating with women, specifically with women who happen to be particularly passionate and fiery, the kinds that I like, the, the, the mad ones that Kerouac writes about, the ones that people write poetry and write make movies about, the really fun women, also can be the crazy ones. And specifically when a woman, a feminine woman, enters intimacy with a masculine man, her emotions tend to come out in a more wild fashion. So even really smart guys, like let's say Jordan Peterson. Overall, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson. I love what he has to say about the male experience. Even he doesn't understand, in my opinion, how the feminine emotions, how feminine pathos works. He's uh, been recorded saying a few times that when a woman is in unreasonable emotions, a guy just has to throw up his hands because there's nothing a man could possibly do. That is not true. And if you think that's the case, you clearly don't understand certain things about feminine women. Not only is there a lot a man can do when a woman is in anger, it's actually a great opportunity. In fact, I would even go further than that, it is a necessary responsibility of anyone who wants to take on the masculine pole in a relationship. When a woman is angry, it is your opportunity to demonstrate your masculinity in a way that can bring you both closer together, have her feel safer, have your sex life be better, have your dating life be better, and for you to grow as a man. And in my opinion, I hope this is not taking it too far, fulfill your duty to evolutionary anthropology. In this video, I want to speak a little bit about uh, what women are really communicating when they are seemingly angry and the the three types of anger a woman might throw at you and what to do in each uh, case. And uh, three common mistakes that guys, especially masculine individuals or logos-driven individuals, a mistake when dealing with women's emotions and what to do instead. So the first mistake a lot of guys make when a woman is experiencing anger is trying to fix it don't try to fix it. Don't try to fix it. I know your male brain, your problem-solving brain thinks, oh, she's angry. She's upset about something. There must be a cause. Let me fix the cause and then the emotion will be gone. That doesn't work. In fact, yes, you may have experienced a lot of times that makes the woman more and more angry because when a woman is throwing anger at you, and we're going to talk about the three kinds in a second, but when a woman's throwing any kind of anger at you, what she's really seeking, if you're her intimate partner or if you're the guy that she's relating with uh, in a sexually polarized manner in that moment. What she's really looking for is some sort of safety. We're gonna talk about what safety really means in a second, but what she's looking for in that moment is some sort of emotional validation. She needs to know that you're on her team. Everything else, whether it's fixing a perceived or actual problem or anything else that comes off of that, has to start with this baseline that we're on the same team. Now realize, when a woman is angry, she tends to express that anger a little bit differently than most men express anger, or rather, when a man is expressing anger, it usually means something a little bit different. If you're a masculine guy with a feminine woman who's throwing anger at you, it's very, it's very easy to feel like, oh, I need to fix a problem or there's something material that's wrong. That's usually what it means when a man is angry. When a woman is angry, the thing that you need to do is just validate her emotions. Now, there's three types of anger that a woman might throw at you, or three, three scenarios where you might be experiencing a woman's anger. One is you legitimately made a mistake and she's legitimately angry at you. In which case, you may want to apologize if you genuinely made a mistake, but you also want to take an understanding and let her know that you understand why she's upset and essentially you're validating her emotions. The second type of anger, which a lot of guys get confused about or get particularly upset when a woman's angry at them is when she's angry about something that has nothing to do with you, but she's expressing it to you. A lot of guys are like, why are you having emotions at me? Or why are you blaming me for this thing that has nothing to do with me? Clearly you're complaining about something at work. Why are you angry at me? And the thing is, she's not actually angry at you in this situation. If a woman is doing this, She believes or feels on some probably unconscious level that she sees you as the provider in her life. She sees you as the person that she can experience grounding with. And when she's in this ungrounded emotional state, she just wants to connect with you so you as the masculine presence in her life can ground her. But we're gonna talk about that in a second. The thing you need to do in the initial moment is validate her emotions. Wow, I mean, I can see why you're angry. Or whatever the line is, whatever the sentence is that lets her know that you understand how she's feeling. The third kind of uh, scenario where she might be throwing anger at you, which is a place where has a slightly different uh, response in the long run, is when she's angry at something that has nothing to do with you, but she is blaming you. Or she actually is like directing it at you, maybe consciously, maybe verbally, or this happens uh, most often, if like she's angry about something she thought you did, or she's angry about something that she that you legitimately didn't met, mess up on, but she's angry at you anyway. And this is this is probably the hardest thing because no one wants to be blamed for something they didn't do. But you have to understand, and we're gonna talk about this in, in a moment. When a woman is in her emotions, she might be misallocating her emotions. Right? The the emotional part of her nervous system and the logical part of our nervous system are completely discrete parts. Right. So as long as if she's feeling these emotions and she's in her emotional state, she's in her feminine receptive feeling state, she might not have the the conscious wherewithal to realize that her emotions actually don't have to do with you, but she's sending them at you anyway. We're talking about boundaries in a second, but the first thing you do, even in that situation, is validate how she's feeling. You might completely disagree with her logic, in in which case you're gonna address that in a moment, but you have to validate how she's feeling first because there's no way to move forward if her emotions aren't validated. Our emotional nervous system, the part of our brain that processes emotions, evolved tens of thousands of years before our human rational brain. And when a woman, when anyone is in what we call a feminine state, an oxytocin-driven state, or a state where they're, uh, you know, really feeling a lot emotionally, they tend to not be engaging their rational mind as much. And feminists get really mad when I say this, but I mean it's true. I think anyone being honest with themselves, man, woman, or child, can recognize this is true. And the thing to understand also is that a lot of our emotions, in fact, almost all of our emotions and our behaviors that come off of our emotions have some sort of evolutionary purpose. And when it comes to a woman throwing her anger at the man she's intimate with, just recognize this she's not going to throw unreasonable emotions at her boss. She's not going to throw unreasonable emotions at her neighbor or an acquaintance. We only show a real unreasonable, illogical, but super raw passion emotions with people that we're genuinely close with, right? We only have really heated fights with our family or our best friends or our intimate partners as uh, counterintuitive as that seems to, to be. So in an intimate relationship, if she's throwing seemingly unreasonable emotions at you, it's a kind of a sign of a good thing. It kind of depends on what category we're in, but especially in that second category of where she's angry about something or upset about something and she's sharing it with you, it's, it's actually a good sign because consciously or unconsciously is probably unconscious. She sees you as someone who she can trust, even if it seems like the way she's saying it is super unreasonable. And like, why would she, if she wants me to trust, like she wants trust from me, why is she throwing this like unpleasant emotion at me? It actually is a sign of trust. And what she's sub in those moments of seemingly unreasonable anger is, can I trust you to impregnate me? I know that seems like a jump, and maybe feminists will get mad at me when I say that, but when a, I mean, this is true, right? When a woman is uh, showing you a side of her that she never shows anyone else, and especially if you're in an intimate relationship with this woman, that's really what she's showing. And, and typically, you know, I'll even say, uh, women tend to only show this side to a man that she's sleeping with, because she's in a state where she's particularly vulnerable when she's in a sexual situation with you, and of course she's risking pregnancy, even even with uh, modern contraceptives. In her subconscious primal mind, when she opens her legs to a man, her unconscious believes that there's a risk of pregnancy, she has to think, you know, if she's gonna be willing to do that, can you handle her when she's out of control? When you look at all the states that are super feminine, or when a woman really sinks into feminine surrender, which happens in moments of orgasm, in pregnancy, in, in deep emotions, uh, she needs to trust that you as the masculine presence in her life can actually hold down the fort. right? In modern times, women have to be more masculine than ever because in our consumerist society, we have become these individual, independent pods where we're, we've lost a lot of our uh, interdependent uh, sexual dynamics or interdependent tribal dynamics that our pre-agricultural ancestors had. So the modern woman, especially nowadays, has to be her own masculine most of the time. And because of this, the modern woman is craving that feminine experience more and more because as our pre-agricultural ancestors uh, got to be in their feminine state a lot of the time, the modern working woman rarely gets to be in that state. So she's really seeking that from her intimate masculine partner, which perhaps is you. So I know it probably sounds like a stretch, but when she throws unreasonable anger at you, if you just remember, she's asking on a sub-communicative level, can I trust you to impregnate me, Hopefully that allows your ego to rest, especially if she's being unreasonable, especially if even if she's in that third category where she's blaming you for something that has nothing to do with you, just think that. She's asking me, can she trust me to be pregnant with me? Because when she's pregnant, she's probably going to be even more unreasonable. The second big mistake that analytical guys make when dealing with women's anger is to take on the shame. And this is especially true, um, this is true for all three categories, right? Like maybe you generally messed up and you do need to apologize. You can apologize and validate her emotions and try to right the wrong that you made without becoming ashamed. Because essentially when you become ashamed, you are taking yourself out of your sense of worthiness, right? And this is something that, uh, sends a really bad signal to women unconsciously. We're gonna to get to that in a second. Even in the, sec- in the second case, it's very apparent too. Like, if you are being blamed for something, or if, if you're witnessing her emotions that have nothing to do with you, but somehow you become ashamed about it, you're telling her that you get ashamed about stuff that has nothing to do with you, which just demonstrates your insecurity, which demonstrates your lack of competency in some level. And if you go back to that question of, can she trust you to be pregnant with you? This is only telling her that you probably can't be trusted. If you get butt hurt about stuff that has nothing to do with you, you probably can't be trusted and this especially goes for the third category where maybe she's wrongly blaming you for something or she you know or she misunderstood your intentions and she's getting mad at you because of all of her past traumas with asshole boyfriends of the past and she's treating you just like the, the dick who broke her heart in high school and like you're like whoa this has nothing to do with me that's especially a time to not be ashamed because if you start to take on the blame you're only telling her feminine uh, unconscious uh, pre-conscious mind that you are worthy of the blame. Right? I know this sounds really crazy and, and uh, you know, some people might call it toxic femininity, but I'm actually, I mean, even though I hate that term, I hate the word toxic in anything, I will compare it to something that people often refer to as toxic masculinity. In a group of males, in a group of male people, uh, or masculine people, I should say, when a person is acting like prey, there's an unconscious tendency to act like a predator. A lot of people point to men or, or uh, all-male groups or masculine individuals who take on this like, predatory role around weak people and like, oh yeah, that's, that's toxic masculinity. A lot of what we call toxic masculinity kind of falls in that bully, victim, or predator prey category. Same thing happens on the emotional level, dare I say, on the feminine side, right? If you take on shame about something, whether it has to do with you or not, you kind of are subcommuting to everybody, hey, I'm worthy of your ostracization. I'm worthy of your blame. And if you get ashamed by a woman throwing anger at you, you're only telling her unconscious mind, be more angry, right? I know it sounds really bad, and like, you know, some woman hating groups like the MGTOW community might actually use. Facts like this is justification for painting women. I actually don't. I'm just like, this is how people are. There's an evolutionary reason for why men tend to behave in certain ways that are not always great and women tend to behave in certain ways that are not always great. Just if you actually want to relate to the other sex, you have to understand how they act and not judge them because people are what they are. If you want to date people that are just like you, you should be a homosexual and even that's not true. Even gay people find polarity, but that's another video whether you're in the right or the wrong, I mean, you can feel guilty about something wrong you did and try to make up for it, but shame is different. Shame is basically believing in yourself that you're unworthy of the situation, you're unworthy of the social group, you're unworthy of the relationship. If you take on that shame, you're kind of taking yourself out of the game. And imagine a woman, uh, uh, you know, one of our uh, ancestors, uh, pre-agricultural ancestors, a woman just got impregnated by a guy. She's in a super vulnerable state. You know, she, she, she can't do a lot of things because she has this little human in her belly and she needs someone to rely on and he gets ashamed about something. Well, now she can't rely on him anymore. And like, if she can see that trait in him before she gets pregnant, she probably avoid that guy because she can see like he's probably going to quit when things get hard. Shame is the emotion of giving up. So what's the opposite, right? If you don't want to be ashamed, the thing to do is ground. And very simply, grounding is allowing space for all of the emotions, right? First, you have to ground yourself, right? If, if you're taking on something and you do feel bad about something you did or you feel bad about something that experienced to her, you just feel bad, you need to be able to Feel those emotions without letting them spaz out, right? Like the whole the whole term grounding comes from lightning rods, right? You, you ground the circuit, or you ground uh, electrical circuits to give it space, a place to go into the ground literal ground so it doesn't fry your circuits, right? When it comes to grounding emotions, you need to give space. You need to be able to stay relaxed and stay present even when you're feeling a lot of things so that your circuits don't get fried because if your circuits don't get fried, you can't possibly be there for her. And when a woman is throwing a lot of emotional charge at you, uh, to continue this electricity analogy, you need to have the space, if you're going to take on the masculine role in a relationship, you have to have the space within you, you have to have the, the groundedness within you to not only ground your own emotions and your reactions, but to ground her emotions because that tells her you are safe to, uh, for her to be impregnated by you. The third mistake that analytical guys make when uh, dealing with a woman's anger is to get defensive. There's never a real reason to get defensive, although this is the one time where those three scenarios that I mentioned has a slightly different response. So the first one, uh, if she's blaming you or she's angry at you for something you did, you might genuinely feel bad. You, you, I mean, if you actually did something wrong and you can recognize it, if you can validate her emotions, but also not feel ashamed, you might have to do something to make up for it. Or maybe you want to explain yourself but if you go back and attack her back, you're essentially demonstrating your insecurity. Because if you think of your emotions as like a fortress, if you will. If you actually have a sturdy, secure fortress, it can take hits, right? People can throw rocks at it, nothing happens, right? But if suddenly, if it's taking hits and you have to send a bunch of soldiers to defend, that, that means there's a hole poked in it, meaning that, that your structure wasn't secure, right? Have, going on the offensive when you're being attacked just demonstrates that there's something you yourself experience some sort of inadequacy or lack of competence, which is, again, you know, when it comes to uh, feminine people being drawn to masculine people for intimate relationships, that sense of confidence, competence, security, and confidence is one of the most critical factors of demonstrating that you can handle the masculine side of an intimate relationship. Arguably, this is why women do anything that is testing. In the dating world, they used to call them shit tests, like when a woman throws shit at a guy just to see how she's, he's gonna react. Almost always is an unconscious test, but it's just to see can this guy handle stuff without getting defensive and showing me that he's secure enough to basically handle a situation or hold the perimeter for all of us, uh, you know, the both of us or us and our children when she is in her vulnerable feminine state. In the second anger scenario, where she's angry, experiencing anger about something that has nothing to do with you, if you get defensive about that, then you're really demonstrating a lack of security. I mean, if she's angry about something at work, and then you get angry at her for being angry, you have to be particularly insecure to have that kind of reaction. So it sends a really bad signal to her. It also allows her, it doesn't allow her to feel safe. The third scenario where she's angry at you for something that really doesn't have to do with you, or she's angry at you for something where you really should not have to feel guilt or anything, that's a little bit different because here is also a place where I think there's a lot of debate about what are you supposed to actually do? And it's a nuanced situation where you still don't need to be defensive. You might want to correct her logic or her jumps, but there's nothing gained by attacking her back, right? Attacking her back only demonstrates insecurity. And also with this last situation, I'm not saying that every time a woman is angry, it's great, yeah, yes, yeah, it's great, awesome, she's angry. Like there's some women who have a lot of trauma and they're going to dump their past traumas with men on the next guy she dates, maybe you're dating a woman like that. I'm not saying that you need to deal with every kind of woman's anger all the time. I mean, maybe you want to, maybe you want to be that kind of savior, I'm not saying you should. In fact, I question why you would want to be such a person, but some, you know, there are situations where a woman is genuinely unfairly throwing anger at you and it's not something that you should deal with. There are situations where a woman is actually completely being in the wrong for attacking you. I'm not really talking about those things because if that is a situation, if you can, you know, when you're not in the heat of the moment, you can look at the relationship or the connection and see like, okay, she was really off here. I would remove myself from that situation or if you have to stay in it in some way or, or whatever choice you make, you can explain to her or correct her and like put boundaries around it, right? I'm not saying that as a man, you need to always take a woman's shit. There are plenty of situations where you need to put up boundaries and actually the demonstration of security is to be like, um, hey, I realize you're angry. You can still validate the emotion. I realize you're angry about this thing. I get why you're angry about this thing, but it's really unfair of you to do this or say this to me and I'm not going to put up with this behavior in the future. That is a very fair thing to do. That's very different than being defensive, right? Because with all these three scenarios, still, the thing to do instead of being defensive is to respond with love. And I know with this last scenario can seem the trickiest because what if she's throwing a bunch of misplaced hate onto you? You can still respond to her as a person as with love even if you put boundaries around the behavior. You can love the individual while criticizing or correcting the behavior. Ultimately, the solution to everything in intimate partnership, whether you choose to stay in a relationship or not, is love. Especially when what a masculine individual does for the feminine, going back to evolutionary biology, um, going back to the roots of all our emotions, even our subjective experience, if you want to spiritualize it, what the masculine gives the feminine is the feeling of safety that she can relax into receptivity. I mentioned pregnancy a bunch of times in this video cuz obviously it's a very receptive state but also just in sex itself when a woman is in orgasm for her for a woman to be able to achieve orgasm she needs to go into that super receptive state. I mean that's essentially what the masculine gives the feminine in every situation, right? Our pre-agricultural ancestors had very interdependent lives where a feminine individual would be able to relax because she could trust that somewhere, whether it was her sexual partner or her father or the chief of the clan or the group of men that guarded the perimeter of the campsite, there was some masculine presence that handled the safety that that looked out on the perimeter so that she could sink into those oxytocin-driven traits that for most feminine individuals, most biological women, that is a state that gives them a lot of nourishment and satisfaction and fulfillment. That is the gift that you give to women if you are choosing to be the masculine role in any sort of relationship. The magic trick in all of this is that when you can show a woman love and really give a woman love, whether you're choosing to be with her or not, you give her permission to be herself. And you let her know both emotionally and maybe on a metaphorical level physically that she is safe. And a woman feels safe, she tends to show you her best side. And just addressing that third piece where uh, you might be dealing with unfair anger from a woman, you have to understand, like, unless you're a a given woman's first male partner ever, right? Chances are she's been hurt before. Chances are she's carrying trauma. She's maybe been mistreated by her first boyfriends or ex-husband or uh, maybe her father or her brother. Most women have negative experiences with men. And when she sinks into her emotions, even though her rational mind knows that it's not your fault, she can't help reassigning her trauma at times. And I, I'm not saying that you as a man need to deal with every woman's trauma, but if you're choosing to be in relationship with a woman, and by trauma, I don't necessarily mean like some crazy huge event. It could be a micro trauma. It could be just a small distrust of men or fear or anything like that. If you have chosen to be in intimate relationship with a given woman or anybody, Part of intimacy, a part of really loving someone is accepting someone as they are, accepting someone with their wounds. Whether you work through them together in the course of your relationship or not, that is part of love. And in order to really love a woman, you need to be able to love her when she's angry as well. If you like this episode, you might also like my article, When Kali Trampled Shiva, a parable for men on how to deal with difficult women. I go into some of the similar concepts in this video, but from a different lens. I use the Hindu myth of Kali trampling Shiva uh, to explain some of the psychological dynamics that happen uh, from an archetypal perspective and what that says about male-female dynamics. And If you're not a reader of this episode, I also record an audio format on the Rwando podcast. And of course, if you've been on your phone for a long time, please get off and listen to a podcast instead. All right, goodbye.